Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, 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 we're back, we're black, we're brown, ambition. Hey, 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 Mandra, how you doing? Oh, you know, hanging in there. I feel like Mercury's in retrograde and (laughs) the world is coming to get me, so I am in my bunker. I don't want to leave this house. Well, your hair is cute. I was like, oh, I like this updo in the back. Oh, thank you. I finally got my new pattern product in the mail. Oh, <laughs> it's doing you good, girl. These girls is popping. <laughs> What's up with you? Um, oh, I finally got my Webby um, award in the mail. Hey, better late than never. When you started <laughs> posting, I'm like, is this old content from May? No, literally, I got it that day. And I was like, at first I thought they'd sent me mine and yours. I was like, why do I yeah. have two? Then I remember that we we're doubly amazing. And because we won two Webby Awards. Yes, girl, pull that thing out. Doesn't it feel like you want an award to feel? Yes. It feels like there's a weight to it. See, if you watch this on YouTube like you ought to do, you know, then you could see Mandy's holding up one of her two Webby Awards. And if you're not familiar, the Webby Awards is, um, it's a online, it's a, an international um, internet award for excellence. So all things internet. And it's an international award, yes. well-respected. Uh, this year, uh, Meg Thee Stallion won, Drew Barrymore, a bunch of other people, and Brown Ambition won mm-hmm. too. Webby yes. said, in business, y'all the best. And then Webby said, let's ask the people what they think about the business podcast. And the people said, y'all the best. So yeah, yeah it was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that you got them. So that means you finally checked your P.O. box, right? Or your office? No, no, mail. they um, they 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 mailed it to my house. I, it just literally came, and I was like, "What's this?" And then oh. I started um opening them, and I was like, oh, "My Webby Award!" Oh, they sent me Mandy's too. Then I was like, "Wait a minute, <laughs> we got Uno Dos." So listen, yeah, it was well, good times. Yes, I'm excited. That's, I mean, it's nice to have that. Like, it's nice we let we have y'all's love, but it's nice to get a little some some little recognition. We're also nominated for a Plutus Award. Mm. Um, we've been nominated several times. I don't think we've ever won a Plutus, which is like the personal finance yes. like nerd award. And I'm actually going to be there at FinCon okay. in a couple of weeks where they will be announcing the winners. So if we win, I will try to represent. Yeah, bring something cute, girl, so you can get on that stage and be like, I just want to dedicate this award I'm to all my haters. So no. <laughs> anxious about being. People are going to see me from like the top of my boobs down and I don't think people have seen that much of me like I'm gonna have to wear a bra you guys don't understand when I tell you my bras I do not know where they even are in my closet because I have not worn them in so long I am so uh, I, I don't want to wear a bra so badly that I bought those like little like uh, chicken cutlet pasties uh. that just cover the nipple so when I go to daycare pickup it's not scandal I can't <laughs> I they cut into my sides like I even yeah. was looking at you I'm not gonna lie I'm like I'm, 
I'm a sports mm-hmm. bra girl these days just because like <laughs> at the house because it's just so uncomfortable to your point but I'm like oh let me not look yeah. crazy on this live let me just wear this sports bra at least there's some cushion um but the I other day I might buy a bralette like three times bigger than what I need so that I don't even feel it like it's just <laughs> catching <laughs> I know the men they don't understand yeah. um they don't um, I was watching this, um, this is just random, I was watching this documentary and it just had me thinking, like, remember last week we talked about how, you know, like so many of like the girls, meaning like, you know, the people who are doing well in, in business, but are having a hard time behind the scenes. So I was watching mm-hmm. this documentary of, um, I think it was Insider, of uh, the guys who robbed Kim Kardashian in, in Paris. Remember that time she was in Paris and they yeah, ran yeah. up in her... Yeah. And so they called them like, I forget what they called them, but basically these guys ranged in age from 66 to like 72. They were like OG uh, robbers. Wait a second. Basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch okay. this documentary. It's literally like, so it's been like They trending. caught them though? They caught, yeah, they caught them because one of them left his DNA behind. And so they spent like 22 months in jail mm-hmm. or something. And so they basically asked him and they, so, you know, it was Vice. Well, Vice did a, a documentary about it too, like a mini documentary. But they asked them, you know, why did you rob Kim Kardashian? Did you feel bad? He was like, well, he's like, honestly, I'm not really on social media, but like my granddaughter basically was showing me, here's this rich person. And she was talking, you know, she was flashing her she ring had and the talking ring about on, her yeah. money and, Yes, and he said, oh, she don't really want that thing. So he was like old school, you know, back in the day, <laughs> Robert, him and his, you know, he, literally it's like a movie. He got the old crew together. It was like, let's go get that money. And he said, literally, he was able to track every moment of her day because she posted everything real time on social media. And you should have seen me. So they did like a broader, they didn't just do the, the Kim Kardashian guy. They also like interviewed other people who were robbing folks and and they were basically like yo social media has been he said back in the day you used to have to stalk outside someone's house and watch he said i don't have to do that anymore he said one i can know exactly where you are at least the area because on your social media i can see your geolocation two you have a picture of you holding all this cash i'm like bet they have cash three you're talking about i'm going to be dot 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 here tonight it's like say less i'll come get that watch you know and i just thought you know like It's so crazy whether, you know, you're Kim Kardashian or just a regular person, how much we actually share and how much we put ourselves in danger by sharing what we share. And, you know, like people wanting to come and steal your watch or money or or things like that. And I just was just like to watch it was really like eye opening because I don't really post like, you know, like that kind of stuff anymore. Um, But I used to. I used to be like, you know, it was fun. Like, oh, I'm out here. Like, oh, we went to here. I'm about to get on train. You know, you don't think about it. Or like, I'm on vacation. Basically, come rob my house. Um, you know, yeah. So it's just, what, I, mean, I just wanted to get your feedback on that. That like, woof. how does that make you feel? Like knowing that like, yikes, the people be watching. I don't, I mean, I feel like I, maybe because I've covered personal finance for so long and I covered like cyber crime and like people stealing. And one of the, one of the tips experts would always say is, do not post on social media when you're going on vacation. And one of my good friends, um, like a family friend, just posted this weekend a picture of her kids at the airport because they're about to go to, you know, on a trip. And I was like, don't, are you at the airport now? Is this an old photo? Like, don't post that right now because literally now everyone knows that you're going to be gone for an extended period of time at your house. Um, So I don't know. In the back of my mind, I've always felt that way. So a lot of the stuff I post is from the day after or, you know, the week after or whatever. But yeah, do not... I don't know if there's a way to like turn. I don't think that like Instagram tracks your location, right? Well, I mean, unless you well, put the location. Does. 
Well, this is what Instagram, every time I come on, like, because, you know, I always take the app off my phone because toxic. So whenever I download the app again and I sign in, it always says, um, before I post something, do I want to have approximate location or pinpoint a location? That doesn't give me an opportunity to say, neither as far as I can tell. And so I always say approximate, obviously, because I'm just like, ooh, child. Um, but it is really scary, you know, like in this day and age, it's just really crazy because one of the things that the robbers said, he said, it's it's like heroin to um, influencers that the attention they get for showing off their financial gains. And literally, they had just interviewed a young woman who her whole apartment was ransacked just a few months prior. And she asked her, what are you doing now to protect yourself? She was saying the same things, you know, I don't post real time. But they, she, the, the interviewer went out with her and partied with her friends. And literally in the interview, she's showing off her watch. Yeah, this watch I bought for this. And, th and then the interviewer said, like after leaving her and her friends at the party, she said, now let me check her Instagram and looked at her stories. And in her stories, it showed exactly where she was. Because she's like, I just left her. So she's currently there now. Exactly what she's doing. It's like... I wonder, like, what is that need for validation so much that after putting your life at risk and almost having it taken, you put your life at risk again, like soon after? Instant gratification. There, there must be some kind of like chemical, like a hit of something like it, the dopamine receptors in our brains or whatever it is that make when you eat sugar and it's like more, more. A little bit of that. Um, I and I've, I'm I'm like everyone else. I get that little bit of like a you know when you see something on you posted, I've like has like gotten a lot of attention. You get that little bit of like gratification. I'm suspicious of that feeling though. I can at least be like I think we should all be suspicious of that feeling and just ask why do you need that, you know? And are you okay without it? Um, I'm very at peace. If you came in my house and took something, I'd still be aight. <laughs> Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, what you want, my zucchinis and my squashes, those are my babies. <laughs> yeah. You want the caterpillars? For real. Like, it's true. There's nothing really to take over here. I'm like, I don't really carry cash on me. I mean, as I'll long be mad as I got my baby and maybe husband on a good day. <laughs> Depending on the day, right? <laughs> you can, no, however, if you'd like a 60 pound mutt, you can take Molly take Ann. Mo don't She's do that to Molly. For <laughs> <laughs> Molly's like, oh, word. Okay. If you can carry her, you can have her. <laughs> like, uh, well, no, but yeah, it just had me thinking like a lot like, um, <laughs> you know, because it's really hard. Honestly, social media, I just was like, I jumped down the rabbit hole of just watching of what um, what it's done to people's psyche, watching um, financial affluence being touted on social media. You know, how there's this huge raise in like, you know, cyber crimes and, and just like, you know, depression and just you feeling you're comparing yourself. I remember, do you remember when you first went on? Like, I remember like Facebook was the only thing, but I remember when I first came on Facebook and there were people who I knew in real life, because back then you would just follow people that you knew. But I remember being like, wait, he's on that lavish vacation, but I know them. He doesn't have money. I just remember being so confused because I was like, such and such works at the pharmacy making $9 an hour, complaining about, you know, his, his, 1989 Civic, but meanwhile, the pictures were saying, just out here luxuriating once again in Miami. And I just remember being so confused. And honestly, I started to feel like, what am I doing wrong? Because that person can afford this and, and I seemingly can't afford that. But I remember that very, very, very on being confused about how people I knew how they were living in real life versus what they were putting on social media, not realizing at the time that that was something it was going to develop into this dual life that people portrayed as it relates to their finances, you know?
Yeah, I don't think anything has driven that point home. The whole point of like social media is a curated lie that we tell the world as much as like now that I'm a mom, every cute picture of my son, just know, bet that there was a tantrum before or after and I wanted to give him back to the uterus, like just know. And my own mother, when she saw it in person, when I was visiting her in July in St. Louis, and I take amazing, I'm a great photographer. I will toot my own horn. I love taking pictures. I always have my dad's a photographer, blah, blah, blah. I take epic photos of Rio. And my mom is like, so this is how you do it. Like that little beautiful smile is because like you've thrown something at him that now you have to clean up or because he's just rubbed snot on you and he thinks it's hilarious. And she's like, yeah, now I see. Yeah, so everything is, I think you just have to, I'm able to consume social media now because I I understand that. I'm like, okay, I know the real, real. And also, <laughs> it's a lie or it's just what people want to show. But there's yeah. so much behind the scenes. Um, I had a, I went on a walk this morning. I usually take my walks in the morning and I, I habit stack. You're proud of okay, me. Okay. Habit stack. Yes. I drop Rio off, I go to the park, do my little walk. And a girlfriend of mine who I, she's a young mom too in my area, black a black mom. Um, and there's not a lot of us. And she and I have been talking about meeting up in the park for a while. She just had her second baby, finally made it happen. And we just had like, we walked for about four miles in an hour and a half. And the conversations that we have, I mean, that's really where, where I think that you you see what's happening behind people. And it, that conversation that I had, it just reminded me between that conversation I had with this, with this fellow mom and just like being there for her and for each other. And then yesterday when my butt ran over something, whoever let a shot put ball loose on the highway yesterday, 287 in Westchester, you can go to hell because <laughs> I ran over it, got my first flat tire my whole life. Mm. And I had to... Like I was panicked because I, you know, got the car towed and then I had to pick up Rio from daycare like an hour later and I didn't have a way of getting him because we only had the one car. And my neighbor, fellow mom, um, I called her, Brianna, who I haven't talked to in like a week. And I was like, Brianna, can you take me to pick up Rio? I don't, you know, she has a car seat. So my, my, my neighbor took me to get Rio yesterday. And I just feel like those two back-to-back experiences just humbled me and reminded me like, just get off the phone for a minute and like connect with people. You you never know who would benefit from just like 10 minutes of you having a conversation with them. And also like I needed that at the same time. And I feel like whenever I feel really good about myself, like I got it going on, I got my I got this, I got that. Business is good. I have my stuff together. Life has a way of just throwing you on your ass and reminding you that you need people. You know what I mean? No, I do. Like when I say I was humbled, I'm in the passenger seat of my neighbor's car like Aww. a like a teenager. Like, <laughs> can you stop and shop? Because I also ordered groceries and now I have no way of getting them. Like, <laughs> yes. so humbled. Yes, that's the shit that matters. Yeah, forget the, forget the icing. You know, like the the jewels and all of that. Anyway, so shall we brown boosty brown breaky? Oh, I have a good one. Yes. Let's take okay, a quick yes. let's take a quick baby break and be right back with our brown boost brown break. Hey BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers, they're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. 
State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know, we work hard and we play hard. But when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment automated investment and savings app can help it do keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you know what, I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. It's time for offer. Oh, look, no, no, that's BAQA. I'm like, what's my Brown Boots Break song? Um, oh girl, my brain. Well, we're just gonna cut straight to the straight to the straight. It's time for our brown boost and brown break. So for if you're new, you know, just in case, you know, when we're brown boosting, brown breaking, we're taking a break from the things that we're like, sis, no mas, you no like, you no say, I don't want it. And then brown boost is when we're like, woohoo, we love more of this, more. Yes, yes, yes. KKK, give it, give it, give it, give it. So, um, you know, we tend to be heavy brown boost here because, you know, it's already breaking outside, but sometimes we do have a break. So you said you had a, a brown uh, boost for us, Mandra? I have a twofer. Are you going to do the appraisal one? Is that one of yours? No, no, no. Because we have to quickly mention this insane yes. story. When, whenever I get tagged in another one of these, like, black family got their home appraised, you know, it came in a lot less and then they had a white person stand in and all of a sudden their house was worth twice as much. I constantly think, oh, we already talked about that. It's the same story. It never, it's always a new one. Always new one. I can't believe that shit is still happening. But if you guys haven't seen it, this New York Times article came out last week. Home appraised with a black owner, $472,000. With a white owner, $750,000. Crazy. Craziness. So just brown break for all that. Brown boost to the family because they are suing the lender, Loan Depot. Even though these lenders, they hire, like they have contractor Mm -hmm. appraisers that they, you know, outsource the work to. 
it's still, you know, their responsibility. So the family's actually suing Lone Depot. I hope that they, um, I don't know, get their day in court or settle or whatever. Um, but brown, brown break for that. And then I wanted to do a brown boost because... Well, let me just jump in real quick with that brown boost. So just so you know... Oh, yeah, go ahead. I'm working on a law. Remember I let the same Angela V. McKnight, Assemblywoman Angela V. McKnight... I wrote the Budget Lisa Law A1414, making financial education mandatory for middle school students in the state of NJ, because New Jersey already has a high school law in place, right? So that same assemblywoman um, hit me up when, when it happened to me. And so the law has officially become a bit. Well, our appraisal potential law is now a bill. Um, it's going to be voted on soon. So hopefully I'll have a second law under my belt and making you know, it illegal to uh, appraise a property based upon race, uh, gender, um, you know, sexual orientation, um, anything like that. And then on top of it, because I said the law has to include education, that I wanted to, like, I want this bill, um, which it does have included that, that your realtor and the appraiser has to give you some sort of checklist of like what to, like what you should expect from the appraisal process. Um, and then what to do if you suspect that your appraisal has been done based upon, you know, like your your race, your your sexual orientation, your gender, whatever, like what your recourse is that has to be included in the appraisal. So that way the appraiser knows I, I'm on to you. And so that bill, let's all cross our fingers and hope that this bill becomes law, because if we can set precedent in New Jersey, then other states can look at that, can multiply it. And that and hopefully one day it can become a federal law, because um, our current administration has mentioned that they understand that the appraisal process is contributing to the racial wealth gap. Yeah, that's, um, that's so powerful. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you have like a copy or a link to that bill? I'm gonna, you know what? I was just thinking like, you know, because usually there's like a, n a number. I'm gonna, I'll text um, Angela today and do like, what's the number for the bill? Because you'll be able to like Google it and then it'll pull up the, because she's given it to me before and I saw it online. And of course I forgot, but I'm gonna get it's it so next time. It's a PDF out there. Because if we mm -hmm. post that, then we, even now before it even becomes a law, if you guys want to like send this to your local assembly person or, um, uh, you know, your local legislative people, I can't think of the words, representatives, um, yes. just as an example. I mean, even that it's in progress is powerful. So yes, look out, look at you making changes. I'm just hitting, sitting here complaining. Trying. Tiffany's like, I got that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> so my boost was going to be a fun one because Tiff, you don't really get, listen, in our relationship, we have so much going for us. But if I'm honest, something has always lacked for me. Can I be honest with you? Okay, yes. You, you don't do love Beyonce like I do, Tiffany. And I can't. I love Beyonce, but not like you. I mean, I do love Beyonce. Not but I'm like not, me, Tim. Yes, not like you. <laughs> so I have not been able to have my moment where I geek out with someone about the new Renaissance album until <laughs> the read finally came out of their hiatus. Yes. They have been off all summer long. It's a two hour episode. When I tell you, it fed my soul because they go track by track. Uh, that is what I've been wanting. <laughs> I listened to this. I was actually started to listen track. to this, this morning. It's funny. Cause I was like, dang, <laughs> I know Kid Fury was away for mental health, which is I'm so yes. awesome. It's awesome. He took that time away. But yeah, I was listening to this morning when I was doing my jump ropes and I was just like, okay. Yes. All right. They gave I mean, me I what do I'm love missing. Beyonce, but I guess I'm not a Beyonce connoisseur, you know. I'm a yeah. I'm a I'm a fringe Beyonce stan. Like I don't I have a card, but I can't find where it is. My, you know, my car, my card it's carrying fine. card. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. And no one comes to Brown Ambition for us to talk about the Beyonce Renaissance album, but we do go to the read for that. So if you're like me, a, fe a fellow Beehive member, and you just want to marinate in the beauty and the joy and the goddess that is Beyonce <laughs> and her new album, the read's latest episode, you will not be disappointed. I, I spent, I took my day off on Friday 
the whole day I took, I listened to that two hour episode. And after every 10 minute segment where they talked about a song, I listened to that song. Aww. And then I listened to the next segment. I it love was, it. <laughs> they, so Tiff, you know, but I believe in relationships. We can't expect each other to be everything. Yes. You know what I mean? So I hope you, <laughs> I, no, I, okay. I had to fulfill that part of me outside of the show. Oh, that's no, okay. I'm, I'm glad you found solace. I'm glad you found a place to be made whole again. <laughs> and so I'm going to finish listening to the episode. And, you know, that way, you know, we can, we can, you know, it does, it's not too late. We can still chit chat about it, you know? Okay. Because you won't break my soul. <laughs> um, oh, so my boost, I have a two for a two part boost. Um, first boost, I was, I did a live today with Financial Times. It's a huge financial um, platform. The they pink have, like, paper. Yes, they got like, I don't know, like 7 million followers on t- or on Twitter and whatever on, on Instagram. But it was nice because we got to talk about personal finance. But like, from a, like of course, if I'm U.S. centric because I'm, you know, born and raised here. But we, you know, be, the um, Claire, who I think is the former editor in chief or maybe she might still be. She, you know, brought like a, a she's from the U.K. So she got we were able to talk kind of like internationally about what to do um, to prepare for. Uh, the economic uh, doom and gloom, if you will. And so it was just, it was a nice conversation. And it was nice to see, honestly, how many people were from so many countries. I'm from Italy. I'm from Saudi Arabia. I'm from, so in the comments, it was really, it was just, that was just a cool experience. So if you want to watch that, go go to Financial Times um, on Instagram and you'll be able to rewatch our live good times. And this is the first place I'm announcing this publicly. Are you ready? So September 6th, you will be able to go on to Netflix and watch your girl in a documentary. Actually, (laughs) low-key, high-key, low-key, if you go to Netflix right now and you type in, now get the name of this, um, this, um, (laughs) this this is what they named it. They love the name of my book, Get Good With Money. Yeah. That they named the documentary, Get Smart With Money. Oh, okay. Yes. So the documentary follows four. I don't have my passport. <laughs> it follows four um, folks who are struggling with their finances, and then they paired them with four different coaches. And I'm one of the coaches. The other coaches are Mr. Money Mustache, um, Paula Patton of, of Afford Anything. Um, oh, this uh, Ross. Uh, oh, what's his name? I'm gonna say his name wrong. Oh, his name is Ross. I'm gonna get his name because I don't want to like. I feel like bad about not having his his um his name but and so and me and so we all have our own person that we help out and it just was like i've been taping it i want to say ross mack r-o-s-s ross mack um so it was awesome like i think ross his guy was like an ex-nfl player um my person was a dream catcher um latina super awesome and she um She's just everyday mom, wife, struggling with her finances. Um, Paula Patton, I think hers is an artist. And uh, Mr. Money Mustache, he helped a couple. Um, and so it just, it. so if you go to Good Smart With Money, like you just type in Get Smart With Money. I think you mean Paula Pant. Paula, Paula Patton, Patton is said, Robin Thicke's ex, right? <laughs> yes, I didn't mean Paula Pant afford anything. But when, you know what? Yes. I just have to say, first of all, I love the diversity because Paula Pant, I'm yeah. almost positive she is a like Asian. Am I, am I correct? South Asian? In, in yeah. South, yeah, you know? And then obviously I'm a black woman. Okay, undeniable. Um, and then um, Mr. Money Mustache, he's a white dude. And then uh, um, Ross what did I say his name? Ross Mack? Yeah, Ross Mack is an African-American black man. So I love this diversity of 
financial experts that they tapped into. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. The trailer is boom.com, if I do say myself, myself, and I do say so myself. So Get Smart With Money comes out September 6th. I'll do some big old, I'm almost positive I'm going to have some sort of viewing party here in like um, in Newark where I live. Where, you know, like I'll rent out some theater or something like that and we'll watch together and we'll talk about it after. So I'm just like, I don't know. It's so like last night it hit me because I was watching the trailer and I was like, yo, you're on Netflix, Tiffany. And not just like, oh, here's a little. No, no. You are a main component of this. It's a Netflix film. Like they bought this documentary. You are a main component of this Netflix film. And I just am like, wow. It just it still has not sunk in. But it's crazy because it's like, it feels like you're a New York Times bestseller, Tiffany. You're on the cover of Money Magazine, Tiffany. You're an NWC award. You know what I mean? It's like, Tiffany, you used to be a preschool teacher. How the hell did we get here? Um, I still don't know how, but I do know that I'm grateful and I can't wait to watch it with y'all. And like, I'm nervous. I'm excited. I'm like, oh my God. I'm excited. Like, I feel like in the background, I've been like, so when's that Netflix going to come out? I know, because of course, Mandy knew already. <laughs> I'll never forget when I saw you on Queer Eye and I wasn't expecting it. I don't know if I can ever recreate that magic. But it's like they gave you your whole your own damn show because that little segment was so good when you did the financial. They don't usually do a financial makeover. They don't. For, they've never done it before. You know, um, in Queer Eye. But if you haven't, if you want like to get your fill of TIFF before this, this special. <laughs> on September 6th, Get Smart With Money. Um, that uh, What was that? Season three of Queer Eye? Yes. What was, was the like guy's name? Do you remember? Uh, Tariq. Tariq. It's, oh, yep. so episode good. Four, I was. Five, I yeah. lost my shit. I was in tears. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so excited for you. That's huge. Yeah, huge. That's crazy. Huge. Yeah. So, so there's I'm bigger things to come, honestly. Party. There's just, the stuff that's unfolding lately, it's just been like, I don't know. You know how sometimes you're just like, am I going the right way? And you, I, get, I call them God nods and God be like, yes, you are. My child, you're like you reaping okay. what you've sown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's like there's been a, a 15 years of sowing in this space, and so like you know to to harvest to reap this harvest is just like you know it's pretty awesome. So that's why I don't get yeah, mad. Yeah, so I... let me you know at me, tweet me, and at me af- after you watch the trailer. Let me know what you think. You know what I'm saying? After you watch the trailer, I would love your the feedback. trailer in our show notes. We'll have to get a link. Yeah, we can get it. The only thing is, like, you're going to have to get your friends Netflix. So um, I, so hopefully, as it gets closer to time, typically they'll post trailers on their YouTube. So when that happens, oh, okay. you know, I'll grab that link there. But for now, yeah, we can post a link. But, like, unless you're logged into Netflix, they're like, girl, you can't watch right now. <laughs> but so we're going to see the transformation of-, of this woman. Like, how much, yes. how long did you work with her for? Um, Like a year, a, a year and some oh, change. Wow. So some real okay. transformation. Mm-hmm. That's and so I can't dope. wait. I just can't wait for you to see because it's just beautiful. Like my girl Ariana, she's just awesome. We clicked. She was great. And so I have not, I have not seen anybody else's. I don't know any. I don't know their other. You know their people. Uh, but it just honestly, I just love that Netflix is really shining a light on financial transformation and what it actually looks like. Because at first I thought when they, when the production company approached me, that it was just for looks. And it was like, no, like when the cameras weren't on, I was coaching her and have you done your homework and let me know how that goes. And so I just love, so what you see is actual true transformation. Like, no, 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 this is where she is now. It's not just for the cameras. This is not, this wasn't done in two or three months. This was a year like in some change. And so, yeah. Congrats, Tiff. That's amazing. So proud of you. 
<laughs> Thank you. All right, y'all. Well, that was the show. Be sure to catch us on Friday for BAQ&A. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel on YouTube because we sound great. We look great too, okay? Go to YouTube, <laughs> search for Brand Mission Podcast to find our show. Until then, we'll see y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, BA fam, we could not do this show without your support or the support of our team behind the scenes. The Brown Ambition Podcast is produced by Cumulus Podcast Network. It's edited by the wonderful Imani Crosby and produced by Tanya Bustos. Dennis Stemplinski is our in-house tech guru, and I am Mandy Woodruff-Santos, your co-host, and I will see y'all next week. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.